In the Mountain West, we take the lead. We show heart and grit and have the vision to be leaders in everything we do. We don't wait for opportunities. We create our own. Today is our day, and we will take the lead. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us for the inaugural episode of the Mountain West podcast, Taking the Lead. On this episode of Taking the Lead Soccer Edition, I sit down with the University of New Mexico women's soccer head coach, Heather Dyke. She's entering her ninth season with the Lobos and is a two-time Mountain West coach of the year, has won four regular season titles and one Mountain West tournament title. So let's get to it. All right. Well, I'm excited to be joined now by Lobos head coach, Heather Dyke. Coach, it's great to see you. You're the first guest on Taking the Lead. So this is a big day. We're excited to have you. I'm excited to be here. That, that, that's big pressure. Big day, big pressure. First guest. Well, coach, right off the bat, I got to talk to you about this Twitter uh, post that I saw from NCAA soccer. I mean, we're talking the team, the fun that this team had over the weekend uh, a slip and slide obstacle course, snow cone extravaganza. We got like an obstacle course. The coaching staff was running the snow cone station. Can you please give me some insight? Because I, I wanted to be there. It looked like so much fun. Yeah, it, it was a great time. I mean, I think one of the things that we really value in our program is just a holistic approach to what we do. And, and I think having fun is, is a big part of it. And, and our team has been working so hard um, in this preseason and really pushing. So we were excited to give them just kind of a different day and take a little bit of pressure off and cool off. It's hot in New Mexico right now. Um, and then, you know, our, our, our staff has some extra skill sets some snow cones and yeah, so it, it was a really fun day and, and something that we really enjoyed doing for the team. Yeah. That's a good skill set to have making snow cones. I mean, just something up your sleeve. Uh, okay. Did you uh, partake in the obstacle course? I didn't see any video of that, but did the coaching staff uh, have some fun? You know, we had some fun too, but I, I think the the video the video of me was probably mostly of making snow cones. I was pretty I was pretty on about trying to get the the texture right of my snow cones. You know, so, okay. Yeah, it was it was a fun day. Awesome. All right, coach. Well, let's dive into this Lobos team this year. Picked third in the Mountain West preseason poll. Can you give us a quick preview of what you expect us to witness from the Lobos this season? Yeah, I, th- I think everybody knows that we lost a pretty special class. I mean a class that we had a ton of success with and certainly um, individual players that people can name. But I, I think what that class meant to our program off the field was maybe even more significant. I mean, they were here for a long time. They're incredible human beings and we, we lost a lot. So it, it's, I think to be picked third, honestly, was generous. I, I think we're going to have to um, reestablish some of the things that we feel like make our program really strong, but I feel like we have the players to do it. It's, it's just going to be a matter of them, getting on the field and getting that experience and going through the ups and downs that you always go through in the mountain West in this competitive league. Um, but I think if they do that right and they stay pretty collective, then I, I think we'll have a really competitive team and, and they're just incredibly fun to coach, which is, is the best part of it. Yeah. You, you know, you mentioned there's going to be some new faces, 10 newcomers. You got three fall transfers as well, but you also have seven starters back. You mentioned though, some of the big shoes to fill Jaden Edwards being one of them. She was a leader, a competitor, everything you could ask for in a player. Uh, who are some of the players that you expect to step up this season and maybe start to fill those shoes a little bit? Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think to your point, we do return, you know, a good chunk of starters that were sort of starters off and on. Um, but I think there's a difference when you have to carry the load. Like it's, even if you're a starter, there, there's certain players that you know, I mean, there were some unbelievable players from Wyoming last year and Utah State and some of these players at the end of the year that just kind of have this resilience to rise above it and I think that is probably what we're hoping to find the most with our returners. Um, it's just who's going to 
when it gets heated, when it gets a little bit more difficult, who are the ones that are going to calm us down and, and take over a game, which Jaden did, you know, at, a, at an unreal level, Jalen, Jalen Hendren and, and a bunch of them. But, you know, we return Allie Davis, who, who kind of broke some records at the end of the year in goal, and, and she's an incredible leader. Um, Paris Dalton, who, who's a, a, a fifth year for us now. Um, Natalie Degagne is coming back. Like we, we have some players that have been in it. Paige Satterley, Maya Sias, who in my opinion has been our best defender since I've been here. Um, and so those guys, they have it in them. It's just going to be kind of finding it and having it tested a little bit. If you had to sum up this group this year in one word, how would you describe this group? One word. That, that's a tough one. Um, right now, I would just say competitive. Like they're every training session, they bring this energy and, and they're fun to be around. And I think when players kind of take control of the energy that they provide, it makes it so much easier as a coaching staff to deliver a message because you don't have to deal with a motivation piece. And they're very, very competitive. They're competitive in everything that we do. I mean, the slip and slide, they got competitive. Like they, they just, they want to do things and, and they go all out. So that part of it's been really fun. Well, the season is about to get underway. You guys have had an exhibition match so far. Um, can you give me a recap of that UTEP exhibition game? Uh, what were some of your takeaways and the biggest things you were really wanting your team to take away from that exhibition yeah, match? It's, it's, it's always fun when you're in preseason to finally play somebody else. <laughs> I think they get a little <laughs> bit sick of seeing each other and, and they're ready to see someone else. And UTEP came up to us and they have a really good team. And um, it was fun for us to um, see some new faces on the field, try some different things like some different combinations of players. And um, the, the difficult part with soccer is that once season starts, you really can't test players. Like we don't have a, a trial period that some other sports do. So I think for us, it's really kind of going like who are going to be the impact players and who's that next set and how do we get them all meshed well together? So I felt really good about this, the exhibition. I mean, I think we saw some great pictures and some good learning opportunities and hopefully get better as we go forward. Who was one of the players that you would say stood out to you most uh, from your squad that really kind of impressed you uh, during that exhibition game? You know, I, I think for us, we probably the players that we kind of expect to do good things did, <laughs> which is which is exactly which is good. Yeah, yeah right. Exactly what you want. Um, but there's definitely some freshmen that that I think kind of made a statement. I mean, so with their effort and like to your point, we we do have some transfers now, and um, I think those guys really kind of made an impact and. That, that's exactly what you want. You want new players to know that they can compete for a starting position and, and give them the opportunity to do it. You talk about those transfers. Uh, can you give us some insight as to some of the new names that we'll see for the Lobos this season? Yeah, unfortunately, Bray Cole is, is having surgery, so she's out for the year, um, which is brutal. She joined us from Washington State. Uh, Margo Clark has joined us from UW, and, and she's I really think she's kind of a, a player that we were missing a little bit last year. I think in our previous two years, we kind of had a, more of a back to go forward and someone that could hold the ball up for us with, with Gwen Malley and Molly Myers. And I think Margo has that. Like she's really competitive and she just a, like immediately kind of fit into our team, which is not easy to do. I mean, it, she just she's a, a great person. And then we have a goalkeeper who's, who's joined us from UTEP. Um, Mariah and Mariah Scott is is yeah I mean she's a heck of an athlete she's a good player and, and she's pushing she's pushing for a starting position which is exactly what you want you need that competitive energy all, yeah, the, time. all the time all right well on Thursday August 17th you got a pretty big matchup on your hands you're gonna have Texas Tech a uh, big 12 matchup to launch the season they were picked to finish fifth in their preseason poll what's what's the deal with that matchup what what, what are you expecting from this Texas Tech team yeah, I, I think Texas Tech and, and, you know, New Mexico were kind of geographically isolated based on where our universities are. So we play them a lot. We play them every spring. We play them every fall. And it is it is just always such a difficult game. They are 
big and strong and athletic and well-coached and just competitive. And you have to be 100% on your A game and, and even get a little bit lucky if you want to get a result in that game. So I think we know that, but, but to me, it's just about being tested and getting on the field and, and really kind of seeing who we're going to be this year. And, and I think regardless of, of how that game goes, that's what I want out of it. I, I want the competitive element. I know we'll get that from Texas Tech. Yeah. And then on Sunday, you'll get a matchup with Northern Arizona. What do you want to see from your team? I guess in both of these matchups, you're talking about identity, trying to figure things out and just find, kind of see those pieces come together. Um, What would you sum up from that matchup? Yeah, it doesn't get any easier. I mean, you go Thursday night, which is a really tough game. And then you have a conference champion in an AU with with a new coach who just went on a run last year. Um, And they're returning most of their team. So we know that they're going to be kind of the season team and, and, yeah, but again, it's what we want. When, when you lose people that have had big game moments, you have to recreate those. And I think both of those teams are going to absolutely challenge us, and we're, we're going to have to be on, on top of our game to get a result in either one of them. So that's that's what we want from our opening weekend and, and kind of see see who we are a little bit. Absolutely. Well, I mean, if there's one thing to know about Mountain West soccer, it's that it's always going to be competitive. You never know who is going to win on any given night. Preseason polls don't matter. Everything out the window, right? I mean, what can you say about what you're expecting from the competition in the Mountain West again this season? Because when you looked at that preseason poll, the top three teams were separated by just a few points. They were. And and honestly, it's not the way I voted. (laughs) (laughs) It was a really difficult year to vote because I think Mm -hmm. any one of any one of any one of the teams could win it this year like it's just such a energy about the mountain west right now and, and the level of soccer in, in the mountain west since i've been here is just every year getting better and better and better and i think it'll do that again this year so to your point i have no idea i've just kind of tossed out preseason polls because it's <laughs> you just have no idea and, and even then like midway through the season somebody gets hot and they go on a run and um, I think the Mountain West is very well coached and, and nobody's really ever out of it. And, and that to me is what I love about it. Like there's never a game where you feel comfortable or sure. And there's some great rivalries because of that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, let's get to the fun stuff here. This is our new segment called the final third. We're going to hit you with some fun, quick questions uh, to get to know you a little bit okay. outside of the coaching realm. So first question, what is your favorite quote? Oh man, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> I have a lot of quotes I like, but I, I really like the quote, like, if you, if you don't live life on the edge, you can't see the view. Like, I, I just love being pushed out of my comfort zone and, and being in environments where you constantly feel like you're growing. And I think that quote kind of epitomizes it. Like, you always want the challenge, and, and I enjoy that. I love that. All right. What is the go-to spot for food in Albuquerque? Ooh, that, that's next to an impossible question. I know. Yeah. I had yeah. to ask it, yeah. though. <laughs> yeah, as, as a prideful New Mexican, I, I would probably answer based on, like, what kind of food you want, but it's definitely New Mexican food. And then and then you kind of have to pick based on what dish you want. Okay. Uh, pre-game ritual. Do you have any? Yeah. For, for me, pre-game, I, I kind of have to clear my head. I, I think I put so much pressure and, and demand so much from ourselves and our staff and our team like for me pregame I, I need to I, I just like to go for a hike and go out in the mountains and be alone a little bit and, and breathe I think it helps from my balance all right we know soccer teams there's a lot of travel you guys are on the road a lot what is your biggest travel pet peeve <laughs> oh uh I would say probably waiting in lines like I I, I I think you can travel so efficiently as long as you have your numbers and stuff in. So when it doesn't work, I, I think that tends to bother me. Like the TSA pre-check and the, you know, you have to have like your numbers in for Hertz. And yeah, so I think I get annoyed when, when that process slows down. Yeah, is it like 
does it trigger you when someone gets up to the kiosk to like scan their uh, boarding pass and then it just somehow is not pulled up and you got to wait the extra 10 seconds? I wouldn't say triggered, but I try to avoid (laughs) it. Yeah, I try to avoid it. I I think, you know, you travel so much, you just try to travel efficiently. And and sometimes when people haven't, they just have to have some patience. But I like to be efficient. I'm still convinced that there needs to be a line like through security that people who travel often and people who do not travel often. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, Okay. And last one for you. What is your favorite random fact that you know? Oh, wow. That's a tough one. So I'll share this because I think this is kind of a fun one, but we have a tradition with our team where we talk about that exact thing pretty much every morning. We call it for the good of the cause. And the, the funniest part of it is, I think half of what we learn in that is false because the girls learn it on TikTok or they learn it like on Twitter. So I think that's that news my, nowadays, coach. Yeah, that's news. I know. So I think some of my random facts I'd have to check the source, but yeah, we get them every day. So one player always talks about bugs, and one player is always talking about these different things. And yeah, I've learned more than I care to share, but I'm not sure how much of it is true. Who would you say always has the best uh, share out of those those meetings? You know, they tend to share what they're interested in. So you have okay. these players that are really academic and they share something they learned in class. You have players, like I said, we have a player that's fascinated with insects. And so we've learned about tarantula wasps and all these different things. And yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then you have one that like tells a riddle and one that I'm sure she's wrong every time. And actually we had a player last year who in, in, like, like actually planned to lie with every fun fact. So she made up <laughs> Michael Jackson facts and everybody believed it was true the whole season. And at the end she told us she was lying. So it's... Yeah, you have to be careful what you believe or not. <laughs> Cannot be gullible. I would no. be horrible yeah. in yeah. those. That wraps up the final third. But one last thing I couldn't go without sharing. I've, I've talked to her so many times throughout the years covering the Mountain West. Jaden Edwards made her NWSL debut. She was drafted by Racing Louisville in January, but now seeing her, you know, her dreams coming true with the OL Reign. I mean, how, how was that for you to be able to see her uh, achieve that? Yeah, just, I mean, just incredible. Like, it's it's a moment I, I don't think you can ever get back for for everybody involved. Jaden, her family, um, certainly Paul and I got to go up for the game. Carly wanted to go and couldn't make it. But, yeah, it's just a special to, to see somebody that puts so much time and energy into achieving something. And when they actually get it, it it's, yeah, it's remarkable. So incredibly proud of Jaden and, and just proud to be part of her journey. She's, she's a special person. Absolutely. Well, Coach. Thank you so much for joining me today on the first episode of Taking the Lead. This was really fun. I enjoyed it. Um, we were just talking about it's been a while since we've seen each other. So hopefully we'll get to I'll get to see you throughout the season this year. But good luck this weekend. And uh, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks, Bridget. And thanks for doing everything that you do for the sports. We, we appreciate you highlighting the athletes and, and doing everything. So thank you for all the time you put into it. Absolutely. Well, that's New Mexico women's soccer coach Heather Dyke. Well, there you have it. The very first episode of Taking the Lead in the Books. A big thank you to Heather Dyke for joining us on this Soccer Edition episode. The Mountain West women's soccer season kicks off on Thursday, August 17th with all 12 teams in action. Join us next week for another Soccer Edition episode and for the first Volleyball Edition episode of Taking the Lead as volleyball season gets started around the Mountain West. (music) 